Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome to the 185th episode of Hobby Addicts for Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I am Mandy, and、uh, you're only, you only have to deal with two of us today. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the mmm squad again. Mmm, yeah. <laughs> just the, the double trouble. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, we forgot to set up the, your double trouble thing. I still, have it. I still have it, but、oh. I think we're waiting for Enzo. So true, it's up to you. True, true. Yeah, we need to have a meow for us. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Spoilers incoming. So,、uh, yeah, so today、um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about Pokemon because I finished the game. And、uh, man, I don't feel like I have too much to talk about, but Mason thankfully has、uh, a little bit more. To well, yeah, I have a little、discuss. bit to talk about, but I,、awesome. I think this is a topical transition going into Pokemon, you know,、yeah. after that intro. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you finished the game, Pokemon、yes. Sword. I am、mm-hmm. a mere two gyms into Pokemon Shield. I'm still a baby <laughs> boy.、Uh, It's just a little baby boy in a Pokemon world. I haven't gotten to play much because of studying for the JLPT test, which is literally a week from now.、Damn. Dear God, help me. This will be a nightmare. Terrifying.、Uh, but <laughs> no, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about Pokemon. Your thoughts? Cool. I was,、um, well, I met, was it last episode? To interrupt you right、yes. before you even begin,、okay. that you said, like, oh, you can't even change the uniforms at the、yes. gym. And I was like,、mm-hmm. no, there's no way. That's impossible. Like, you're probably just not going back to the shop and changing it there. You didn't you, believe me. You didn't do this <laughs> deep lore dive. And I tried it instantly. And no, that's no, the no, dumbest、no、thing I've、it. ever seen in my、It's、life. It's so dumb. Because even after you beat the gym leaders, they're like, oh, here is our uniform for you to wear. And、you can't even like mix and match <laughs> that uniform. It's not like you can use like the top of one、yeah. as part of an outfit for something else. It's like, no, these are onesies. Like, you、yep. have to walk around in these baby diapers、yes. all day. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was, it、so、was very sad. Why? Why is that a thing? <laughs> Why give me something and not be able to use it for its intended purpose? Exactly. It's so dumb.、Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's just a minor complaint. It doesn't really do anything, I guess. It's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, I will say the one nice thing about the uniforms or outfits just in general is I feel like so often in RPGs and games like that, I'm always just like, I end up with way too much money with nothing to、yeah. spend it on. And this kind of gave me something to use it on. So, yeah, I like that. But anyway,、yeah, I've collected a lot of clothes. <laughs> I got a dragon hoodie. I was like, yeah, this is it. Accessorizing. <laughs> Yeah, I've been spending all my money on clothes and not on shit to battle, <laughs> like not potions or anything. But who But, really uses that stuff? Yeah, like, honestly, who, who uses potions? I would I honestly spend like the 20 seconds and run back to the Pokemon Center instead of using a potion right there. because... Or swap them out of your, your box. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's just, I don't know. So, yeah, I finished all of the gyms.、Um, This Pokemon went by so fast compared to ones in the past. And I wonder if it's more because they removed all the bullshit in between of like random battles. Because I feel like that's what prolonged your progress in past games. That's, like, that's a good was, point. Yeah, I was stuck in this, in this cave forever. But if you、uh, like really look at it, it's like, well, if I could have just w e n t from point A to point B in that cave real fast without encountering anything. If I didn't have to deal with 15 hyper、yeah. gyms and his seven rounds of Geodude and Diglets, <laughs> like, I would have gotten through that gym or that like, section so cave, much quicker. So much faster, yeah. yeah. So okay, I wonder if that's, that's why. Because I did still spend a ton of time going around catching stuff in the wild zone. And、Which、breeding. Which is all I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, I've been also breeding Axews because I really wanted a really kick ass Haxorus. That's what I've been looking forward to. <laughs> that's what I did. And I still beat it pretty quickly. But, you know what、um, your end playtime was at, give or take? Oh, shoot. I don't even know. Probably like 20 ish hours. I wonder if I can figure that out without it blaring like, music at me. <laughs> I have my well, Switch like, right on. Because I like. Was definitely going very slow and methodical, like trying to catch everything before the first gym. So, like, it took me a while to get there, and I had like 60 Pokemon by that point. 
But as soon as I got the first badge, the second one was like right after. So I'm assuming that the rest of the game just kind of rapidly succession Hmm. feeds me gym badges. So it doesn't tell me. It tells me how much time I put in other games. Like it says that Fire Emblem I played for more than 85 hours. (laughs) I thought uh, like the save scene, like the saving page in Pokemon. Oh, like when maybe. You go to, like within the game. Uh, we, we don't have to get too into the weeds. But so what were your thoughts on it besides it being quicker and. um, Or pretty much the same as when we talked about it last 30 week. hours. Sorry, it says okay. 30 hours. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't even realize it said that on there. But um, yeah, I still absolutely love the gym battles. They're so cool. I love the stadium and the field and the people cheering for me. Um, I think it's interesting that each version has different gyms. Or before all of the games had the exact same gym, everyone pretty much the only difference between the two games were different Pokemon that you could get, like the exclusives. Are, are you upset that you didn't get uh, the Spooky Boy? I have Spooky Boy. And so you have Spooky Boy. Oh, well, what's the difference? Which In one the is gym Spooky leaders? Boy? The Spooky Gym Leader. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I've I don't know. I, I might got be thinking I've only got else. two gyms. He's the. That's true. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've been trying to look into as little spoilers as possible. Um, Let me see if uh, who gym leader differences. Because I thought you, I thought Sword had like a one of the gym leaders who was like female. She's a little more fit. She's like a fighting yes, yes, fitness we do lady. Mm-hmm. And I thought yeah. in Shield we got like a little dude wearing a mask or something. Looks like a Kodama from. Mononoke. You're right. Yeah, you have Alistair. Sorry, that's not who I was thinking of. I was thinking gotcha. of somebody else. I was thinking of... Ooh, multiple spooky boys. Piers. Piers. He's like okay. a rocker spooky boy. Okay. <laughs> he, his, uh, he specializes in dark Pokemon. So gotcha. that's who I thought you were talking about. And that's um, in both games. Yes, but okay. Alistair I do not have. Gotcha. I didn't even look at what the other Pokemon gym leaders were. I, I know you guys got Melanie, which we did not get Melanie. Okay. But, um, yeah, so this one also, uh, the, like, you know how, like, most of the games they have a Team Rocket kind of, uh, e- like, antagonist? Yeah, And this yeah. one, it's Team Yell, but they're not even really antagonists, mostly. They're, they're just, just, like... Team Annoying, more yeah. than <laughs> Team, we want bad things to happen to other people. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they actually come and hype you up sometimes. I thought that was kind of funny. But um, this one doesn't have that. There is an antagonist that you meet later on. But I think most of the... You, it takes a break during like the gym. It doesn't have a typical like Elite Four. In this one, it's more of like how when you watch Pokemon the show and Ash goes to a league and he goes through like a bracket. That's what this has. So you start off battling the other um, challengers. So like you battle like your rival and you battle the other two characters that are introduced in the game. And then whoever wins those, which of course is going to be you, (laughs) you then go. (laughs) Spoilers. Yeah. You then then get thrown into a bracket with the gym leaders. The gym leaders come back and they're more powerful than they were the first time you fought them. So and it can be random too. So you don't know who you're going to go up against. Nice. So like for me, I fought Nisa first, which is like the water one. I'm not sure if she's in shield. Um, yeah. But- so she's the second gym leader. So yes. she's the person I just whooped because my thwacky uh, d- did work. It just <laughs> yeah. wiped the floor. <laughs> you drummed her into oblivion. <laughs> exactly. One of those times where I didn't even like Dynamax because I'm like, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to waste the animation frames. No need. Frames. To. <laughs> no yeah. need. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I fought her, and then it went to the fighting gym leader, um, Bay, B.A., I just call her Bay. <laughs> That's that what the, it looks like to me. Is that the person who's, like, your rival along the way? No. Who's that, like, the, the person with, like, the purple, like, parka with all the pockets? I said a lot of P words. What is her name? I know, you know who about. I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. the sister of one of the other gym leaders. Gotcha. Uh, that's Piers, probably Pierre's or whatever her name is. I forgot what her name is though. But yeah, she is in there, but she's not a gym leader. Gotcha. But um, but yeah. So like, whoever wins the other bracket, you go up against them, and I guess I guess it's ra- it's random. You don't know who you're going to get, so that way you can't really. I, I guess you can prepare a little bit for it because you get breaks in between. Gotcha. But, and then after you fight them, then you fight the other person from the bracket. And then whoever wins, of course, is going to be you, <laughs> goes up against Leon, the champion. 
for the champion title. So um, I think it's pretty cool that you get to fight the gym leaders again, and they have more powerful and powered up Pokemon this time. Okay. I'm curious if, because based on your initial pick, Leon actually ends up with one of the starter Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, based on the starter Pokemon he picks, if that rebalances the other Pokemon in his party. Like, for that example, has in the past. I picked, you know, the grass Pokemon, so he ends up with the fire type. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the game is like, oh, he's got two fire types, we'll give him more other types, as opposed to if he had ended up with the water type, they would have given him other different supporting Pokemon. I would assume so. I mean, I haven't tried it out, but I know yeah. that has happened in the past. Gym leaders, their Pokemon completely, or not gym leaders, but champions, they completely, well, like respect. Their, yeah, their team completely changes depending on who you chose. Um, so, so would you say any part of the game is difficult or like, is it a pretty easy? It's pretty easy. Like difficulty curve easy. or there there is no difficulty curve because it's so far below your skill floor that you you don't pretty even much like. i was fighting some of the gym leaders last night with um my sister came back into town and she's watching mm-hmm. me play and i'm just one-shotting them all with my hacksers and she's yeah. like you're too powerful you need to stop well, it doesn't even feel like <laughs> grinding just because the yeah. act of catching pokemon inherently bumps up your level so much that i mm-hmm. haven't felt like i've grinded once it's just oh i've been running around catching pokemon yeah and oh look i'm 10 levels above all the gym leaders and also if you do raids you get so much shit from those too you can get exp candies which gives them tons of experience okay so i leveled my axiou from like level 10 up to like 50 (laughs) just candies oh my god so how (laughs) has the as someone who's not an online boy how has that been going how is like that environment or culture Man, or experience? I feel like every Nintendo game needs some help with their, <laughs> with their online features. They all suck. <laughs> it's so bad. But um, the the problem that I have are with stamps. The stamps are like you go. That's because I understand that Nintendo wants their games to be children friendly, and they mm-hmm. don't want to ever run the risk of children interacting with adults. They do that in every game. Yeah. They try to put blocks in place. It's like you have to know this person personally in order to interact with them. So then they use stamps where you can get random stamps from people, but you can't communicate with that person. It's just like, oh, this person's doing a raid. Do you want to go into the raid? Is This person gotcha, is yeah. trading. Do you want to trade with them? That kind of stuff. My problem, though, with the raids, though, is I go through the seeking stamps and I'm like, I just want to do a whole bunch of raids with people. So I go through it. I'm like, give this me one, them this one, EXPs. One. Yeah, I just do raids and... Mm, Nine times out of ten, that raid is already over. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, wait a second. Why is the stamp still here? It's That's irritating. But okay. I think it's because a lot of people just solo them. They, because if you start up a raid and push just continue, it will... Um, you jump in, but with AI Pokemon. Like Story AI of my partners. life. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it throws in a bunch of AI trainers instead of uh-huh. actual people. And they're useless. But if you're able to solo them, then you don't need them. I mean, so, it's, tr- it's probably so easy enough that... Um, up to a certain point. I tried a five-star solo, even with, like, level 60 Pokemon, and it's super hard. Okay. <laughs> Very hard. They they buff up a lot because then they start getting barriers. You have to knock down a barrier before you can attack them. They get, like, five attacks in a row. It's, like, it's intense. Gotcha. So, but, just uh, over But up to, like, three and... Sometimes four, I can easily. It's a cakewalk. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. I jumped into one with um, one of our mods, Rob, Chibi Rob, last night, and I demolished his Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it was wait, funny. wait, I was wait. Like, demolished oh. his Pokemon as in the one you guys were no. fighting against, or you turned your attack against him just to That would have been hilarious if I could. Because <laughs> you can do that, right? You can, like. I don't know if you can do that in multiplayer. I know it gives I you know. the option, but when you select them, it might be like, uh, this is an attacking move. This is your teammate. You can't do that, you know? I wonder if they block that off to prevent griefing, because that would be dumb. Very funny. Well, I think it, like, heals you before and after. Maybe. The battle, so. But, um, yeah, so 
Yeah, I saw Chibi Rob's pop up like, oh, I'm doing a raid. So I jumped into it. It was this Drifloon. It wasn't a very high level. Mm-hmm. And M- Rob, right off the bat, Dynamax's Pokemon. This has this giant Pokemon. And I have this little classic tiny- Chibi Rob uh, <laughs> doing everything he can, buying these games just so he can become the giant he always dreamed and I have of. my tiny little electric dog and I shoot it once and it dies instantly. <laughs> Ah, nice. Didn't even give him a chance to attack. Nope, I didn't even give anyone a chance to attack. He wrote back in, like, our Discord, like, damn, you're just chuck-cooning through these Pokemon. Oh my goodness, classic. I was like, that's what I've been doing. I've been jumping into some other people's from our uh, our community, their raids, and it was fun. It was a fun time. So I like that Uh, part of it. Okay. I I still think you haven't sold me on, like, oh, I need to definitely get online for this game. I think I'm just gonna... Oh, yeah, you don't have online, just... do you? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see later on if we get to some more interesting stuff. Because I would like us all to have a full team of six and just have, like, a bracket. That'd be funny. That would be fun to do. One day we'll just... Because we'll, <laughs> I think you can do, lo- like, local multiplayer, like, through Wi-Fi. So yeah, just yeah, in the future one day we'll just have to meet up and physically fight anime anime nyc next year we have a year to 2020 <laughs> the great reckoning of pokemon yeah so, it's funny um, speaking of like kids like not wanting to interact with adults i went to because i'm i'm home for the holidays mm-hmm. thanksgiving is this week and i went to our my local library which is a pretty decent library it's great and they have tons of games and stuff and i was like oh just for curiosity i'm gonna see what's on the shelf and I was walking around it, and there was a bunch of PlayStation games, a bunch of like Xbox games, but no Switch games. And I was like, I know they've had them here in the past. Where did they go? And I eventually I just gave up looking and I'm like, I just asked the librarian, like, hey, where are your Switch games? Do you still have them? And she's like, oh, let me get them for you. And she pulls out like this massive box with full of games. She's like, we had to stop putting them on the shelf because kids would just see them. And just be like, oh, I like th- that Mario or this Pikachu and just grab it and just oh, like <laughs> walk yeah. a- walk away with it. Because you're like, yeah. oh, it's a game. I like games. This is I my see. game. So it's like <laughs> there's like a lockdown, a security measure on all Nintendo Switch games. <laughs> I, I, but they I don't want PlayStation. Funny. Kids hate no, PlayStation. No, no. PlayStation, too highbrow. They see Tom Clancy. They're scared. They see Call of Duty, yeah. too scared. Mm-hmm. Too so, spoopy. Mm-hmm. Too spoopy. <laughs> That's funny, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I still need to do the post-game story stuff, because I know like I have to go through and get my legendary, and I know there's a quest line for that, so... And there's Battle oh, you, Tower. You haven't got the main legendary yet? No, I got a legendary that you get through okay. the storyline, though. Like, that one... I don't think there's any yeah, way Yeah, yeah, can... I got Toxel, too. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mean that tiny little like, yeah, that, like a purple yeah, dinosaur, dragon, baby thing? dinosaur, whatever that show was? Is he a legendary? <laughs> He's a legend to me. Oh, that's true. Okay, I got my Haxorus. That's my legendary. Yeah, I guess he's like the pseudo legendary. I I am not a fan of legendaries, so it seems like mm-hmm. they kind of curtailed it, especially after a couple games ago where they were just falling out of your pockets you're like i can't yeah i can't deal with I it i can't hold all these legendaries <laughs> uh, holding holding the limes of pokeballs <laughs> yeah so are That's you like me. me and also throw pokeballs based on how the aesthetics of the pokemon fit the aesthetics of the ball of the ball i don't know i i, I throw them based on the capture rate <laughs> Oh, no, I, I am, like, straight and true, just Pokeballs, because everything is a Pokeball. And, like, I want to keep the team all the same. And then eventually, like, it starts to get to the point where you have to use Great Balls. And I'm like, yeah. I'll save that for, like, the blue or the water Pokemon. But if I see an electric, that's definitely an Ultra Ball. That's, that's an Ultra like, Ball, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's, like, not worthy of it. It's like, oh, it's got the yellow, it's got the black, it, like, fits. No, I have never done that. But if it's like a like a ghost or something, I'll throw a dusk ball. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know. I try to keep them aesthetic mm. as best I can because I like how in this game, like every gym leader had different types of balls for their Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. a nice touch of like, oh, it makes sense that they would use something different. 
There were, in the past, was it Diamond and Pearl where you could actually customize the Pokeball and then you could add effects to it to, like, to happen? Like when you when it opened up, it shot out stars with your Pokemon. It was like, you could add stuff I, like that. It was really uh, cool. Oh, possibly. I, I never played Diamond and Pearl, but... I think it was Sign Diamond me up. Pearl that I, did. I, <laughs> Just have a Pokemon that makes like really depressing sounds never opens up. Like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Just sad emojis pop out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Cubone. <laughs> <laughs> you just ride on the Pokeball, kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, why? <laughs> Damn. Too dark, too spooky. So, uh, why don't you tell us about museums? Yeah, so last week, I, it doesn't feel like a week already, was uh, Anime NYC. Mm. Uh, so I talked about that, but there was a lot of museums I went to, and by that I mean two, uh, outside of the convention that I thought was pretty darn cool to talk about. So the first museum I went to was the Museum of Modern Art, which is like a massively like renovated structure that has like, it's like the biggest collection of uh, like mo- obviously modern art in I think the world. They have like Pollocks, they have Picassos, they have Monet's, they have Dolly's, they have Van Gogh's, they have just awesome. everything. And I wasn't really like a big art boy, and like until you played the council, right? Until I played the council, and now I know everything about everyone. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it was so good. <laughs> um, but about like ten months ago, there was like this nerd writer video. Have you seen this guy, nerd writer? He's just a YouTuber who every week he just picks like a different topic and has like a quick little video, like analyzing it, whether it be song, it music, up. videos. No. And anyway, he did, he did one about. Uh, the Jackson Pollock, like number 31, I think is like his biggest work. And it's at this at this museum. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. I want to check it out. And then I went online and it's like, oh, this, this thing is going to be renovated for like the next like eight months. So for eight months, I've just been waiting to go to this place to check out essentially this massive. Well, it's not that massive, but it's a pretty sizable piece of Pollock's, which is just he's the guy who like. You know, dangles above the paintings and like whips paint mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. And I took a bunch of pictures and it was pretty oh, cool. Awesome. And it was just a good time. And I, it was a little expensive for what it was. Like, it's like, I think it's 25 bucks for one day admission. And I mean, I only was there for like two hours. And I think two hours was like enough for me mm-hmm. without having like that deeper understanding. So was it but, pretty large? Like a. Like, was there a lot to look at? Yeah, there was, like, I don't know, four floors that were, like, massive galleries. Oh, there was all these, yeah. like, weird special, like, installations. And I'll probably post a bunch of stuff hmm. in, like, our live stream channel. But there was, like, whole, like, movies being played and weird, like, animatronic surgery rooms, like, set to disco. It was wild. It was an that absolute pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, this room... Where you walk in and you can walk around this like, it's like a big metal cage. And there's like a bunch of drums and guitars all over it. And there's like a reclining chair with a disco ball above it and a big red button. And it says press the button and there's like a spotlight on it. And it's everywhere else is like dark. And you press the button and this thing like snaps to life. And this like, like surgery chair, like recliner, like whips back and all these like mechanical things like it's the most gruesome like tooth surgery of all time is like (laughs) operating on nothing because no one's in the chair and all these like drums and guitars are like blaring and blazing it's terrifying the whole like light show yeah it was a nightmare it was absolutely awesome Uh, you wouldn't want to i told you that much (laughs) but uh i don't know it was pretty it was pretty neat i mildly recommend it if you're big into art um especially like the dolly stuff like the melting clocks that was cool to finally like see that and there's my favorite thing isn't like usually the art itself but the like the blurbs about art pieces like to the side of it that's like oh this is a bunch of squares why do i care and then you look oh this is like all randomly generated in an attempt to like remove the artist from the piece and this is like oh that's that's kind of interesting and Mm -hmm. i dug it it was a good time but awesome the other museum, which was a little more immediate, was the Museum of the Moving Image, which uh, it's like an animation. 
Sort of. It was like all sorts of different effects and stuff that they use in film. Oh. And they have a whole like Muppets Jim Henson exhibit. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah. So like I saw like the Kermit, the Elmo, Cookie Monster, Big Bird, all these like characters. The actual puppet? The actual puppets. Oh, that's cool. And How big was, are they? The, um, big Bird is quote unquote big. Uh, no, no. They're <laughs> all... The Cookie Monster is probably, probably three feet, mm, three, okay. four feet, because he doesn't have, like, a bottom. It's just, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, Elmo's probably three feet, but that's his, like, full body. Um, and they had a bunch of, like, concept, like, initial sketches of, like, Bert and Ernie and Oscar the Grouch and stuff like that. But by far, the coolest part about it was learning how Big Bird actually worked. Because mm. you're like, oh, it's just... A guy in the costume and he flaps his arms and he's a big bird. Like, what? what is there to it? But actually, it's this guy. So he's in the big bird outfit and you can't see out of big bird. So he has right in front of him is a monitor which shows him what they're filming. So he can check his position relative to other things. That's so pretty high that. tech. And then below that, he has his script so he can read that. And then his right hand is sticking straight up and operates the mouth. And his left hand, yeah, so his left hand moves up and down to operate the wing. And his left hand also has, like, fishing line, which goes through the suit, up above his head, through the jaw, out the other side to control the right wing. So his left arm controls the wing. His left hand, His left (laughs) hand controls the right wing. While he's looking at a monitor to see where he's at and see where he's facing, while his right arm does all the puppetry. (laughs) And I was like, dang, I did not realize like all of that wouldn't do it. I didn't even realize that the guy inside the suit was the voice actor. I assumed that it was recorded off like stage. (laughs) Yeah, so it was just like, dang, that's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. They had a bunch of other stuff from like. Uh, like the Nightmare Before Christmas and like a small model set of like the big gigantic building they had in Blade oh, Runner. Oh, that's awesome. Because they obviously couldn't build that and they didn't have like the digital effects at the time to recreate it. So they just yeah. had like a, the small models that they actually used. They had a bunch of like life masks, like essentially what they used to like replicate people's faces for either prosthetics or like injuries and like showed how that was all done. Um, another thing that was super cool was they had this like room with like 20 TVs and all of them, and they were just playing footage of like a baseball game and you're like, okay, it's a baseball game. Who cares? And one screen was like the broadcast. So like what a viewer would see on TV Mm. and one screen was like the control room. And essentially that shows you kind of what you're seeing with all the screens from all the different cameramen. And then like on 15 other screens was each cameraman's feed. And it had like number one, Tony, number two, Craig, number three, Johnny. And each one of them had a name under the TV with the name of the cameraman and position that was feeding that camera reel. Mm -hmm. And essentially the audio was just of the guy in the booth, this like broadcasting booth, like, instructing the cameraman like what shots to take and the editors like when to swap from one camera to another and it was unbelievable how non-stop and rapid fire it was yeah because you're like oh you just you you show the game on camera and then you show a replay on a different camera but this dude was like number two get ready show number two number three get ready hold on number four in that position number five if it goes wide number five we're switching now switch the five two get ready switch the two number four you have nope you missed the shot we're going back to number one number one ready show number one number nine it was just like non-stop rapid fire yeah so many things like that where you take it for granted like you don't even think about how much work goes into it exactly (laughs) and just like seeing behind the scenes of like like now I'm glad they have commercials during sporting events because I feel so bad for this guy who's watching essentially 15 screens at once while telling which camera guys to get ready for what shot, which can vary instantly depending on which way the ball goes, what reactions they want. It was like similar to the Big Bird situation. It gave me such an appreciation for Mm -hmm. 
behind the scenes of like what happens just in like it was honestly way more interesting than watching the baseball game yeah. itself. Like I'd I'd rather watch this than That's the awesome. actual baseball game. So That's crazy. I know, those were like the two museums that I checked out. That place I think was like fifteen dollars for to visit and that was oh, that's not bad it's definitely way smaller it that probably took like an hour hour and a half and i there's only so much you can read about like 30 different cameras before you're like i get it they film stuff in different ways in olden times like i mm-hmm. get it i got it <laughs> but it was a good time it was something different it's awesome yeah, I'd love to check that out. I've been to a few art museums around here, but I feel like they never change. It's always the same. It's like, once you go to it once, there's not really, I don't know. They're not really big. Out I mean, so many, like, especially museums, like, you go when you're a kid on, like, school field trips. Mm-hmm. Like, in Chicago, we'd always go to, like, the Field Museum or the Art Museum there, and it's like, you go there enough times, and you're like, I, I get the picture. I get the idea. I've, I've got it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. When you travel somewhere else, sometimes cool to see it. Yeah. Is there anything else that you guys looked at when New York? When you were? Uh, I ate a ton of food. <laughs> ate a bunch. I know we of, saw pictures of that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even take a lot of pictures. Most of it was because I'm notoriously terrible at like taking food pictures. Yeah. I just. Uh, I'm, I'm like, bad at uh, taking pictures of anything. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I use it just like pictures. to catalog like, oh, where have I gone? What did I get? But it's never like I'm posting this on social media to make people jealous or to yeah. preserve the integrity of the dish. It's like, oh, yeah, I had uh, noodles. This is a picture of noodles. Look at the noodles. I remember that time I had noodles. <laughs> Look at my ramen. Look at my ramen. What a good ramen. <laughs> awesome. But, I don't know, but I'm so yeah. So the JLPT, I guess I can talk about that. Yeah, go for it. That's uh, so that's one week from now, December first. As I check my calendar to make sure I'm not crazy, yes, the first, and that's going to be. I've just been studying, probably four to five hours a day, for the past like two weeks. Yeah. So it's uh, I don't know. I I honestly have gotten like so far into studying that I don't even know what I don't know anymore. I'm just like, we'll see how it goes. You'll I will be fine. Yeah. I think the grammar, I think the vocab, I think all that's going to go well. It's just the listening. I just don't listen enough. Well, your ferret. I, yeah. I have a ferret who's causing all kinds of ruckus back there. I was, was going to say, if this was like the live stream on Twitch, I would have been calling it out because it has been zooming around <laughs> <I know>. nonstop. <laughs> and I just keep on watching right him. Fly around. I'm like, the people are missing out. You, listener, I'm sorry, but you are missing out on this ferret escapades. He is having an adventure right now. I don't know what he's doing back there, but I kept looking at him on my camera, and he's just <laughs> doing all kinds of shit back there on the sofa and the table and throwing a fit. But um, that's awesome. Yeah, this whole past week has been Pokemon, pretty much. Yeah. And, oh, um, I, was, I was so glad, because I'm home for the holidays, so I got to like fly home mm-hmm. and I was like oh my goodness I finally get to travel I have an excuse yeah. where I'm like I don't want to be bringing out like loads of paper and like trying to turn lights on and study on the plane uh, yeah. but so I'm like oh that's my excuse to play Pokemon but while I was on the plane playing Pokemon finally oh my goodness uh, they actually had the the in-flight movies and I finally watched Battle Angel Alita. Oh, your and first time boy, seeing it? Yeah. Because uh, I've read the manga. We yes. did that for Manga Minute. In I've the seen anime, the, like, the OVA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, uh, like that's a good like background movie to watch while you play Pokemon. Yeah. Boy, that movie was horrendous. <laughs> it was so bad. I was like... I'm happy you agree with me because it was very popular. A lot of people were like, man, that was so good. I was like, I don't know. That's the thing. I saw like the trailers and I saw (laughs) that it was James Cameron kind of producing. And I was like, yeah, this doesn't look like my thing. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to skip on it. And then a lot of people were like, no, it's actually not that bad. Rollerball, am I right, fellow gamers? And they were just going on. And I was like, "Uh, okay, I guess I'll give it a shot now. And... 
boy, did it not deliver. The rollerball was not interesting at all. The, the just the dialogue was horrible. Like I love Christoph Waltz, the guy who played Ido. That didn't work at all. Yeah. It didn't, oh my! It was so like unbelievable and so awkward and just everything was so stilted. I was like, I love that manga too. I, I felt, think I, betr- yeah, yeah, yeah. And the anime is a pretty good adaptation. Mm-hmm. The manga is a ton of fun. Yeah. And this was just like, no, no, not like the, this. This was, yeah. oh my goodness. I felt the same way so about bad. Ghost in the Shell too. But a lot of people loved Ghost in the Shell. The I haven't even action. given that. I haven't given that one a shot. I, 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 I already know that like one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in the minority. What was worse? Though, so. What was worse though? Between Alita. Oh, oh, Alita for gets, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's. But Ghost in the Shell still, I felt like, man, they completely changed. Uh, Motoko Makoto. so much that I was, my sister and I were laughing at the movie the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's God, it was it was disappointing. Like, I went in with yeah. low expectations and it was still like... It's still disappointing, yeah. Why? Did, why? Why? I mean, and that was also like while I was, and it wasn't like I was playing Pokemon so I couldn't focus on the story. It was if I wasn't playing Pokemon, I would have had to have turned that off after mm-hmm. 20 minutes because it was just unbearably <laughs> just very cringy. Daft. There's a yeah. lot of cringy moments. Oh, my goodness. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, Especially, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to try to repeat some of like the one liners. Yeah, because it it's was, been a while. So I don't remember what they are. But I remember thinking throughout it. I was like, that doesn't sound like a something like something a person no, would say. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely sounds like they're reading a script, but. I don't know. I, it's one of the, it's one of those movies it. that make you feel bad for actors. Yes, and you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, like you got to take this role, especially if you're up and coming and you're new and it's a big production. And it's going to get your name out there. But man, oh man, that's not. Uh, <laughs> and the CG didn't even look that great. It wasn't even like, I don't know. That was a big oof, a big no for Battle Angel. I guess for <laughs> some of the action, it was pretty. I mean, there are some decent action scenes, but that's about it. Everything but there was else no weight to them. Like, there was no weight. Like, everything was too, yeah. like, stiff. The whole movie was just... Sorry, I, I, I got triggered. <laughs> I don't know what uh, brought it up. On a scale of one to berserk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, the thing is, like, a lot of the things... It was kind of like the Sonic design when it came out, when everyone was like, yes. oh, her eyes look really weird, mm-hmm. and this or that. And I was like, yeah, they're kind of a bit much but that wasn't an issue at all like her no yeah face was never like the problem you get used of, to it very quickly yeah almost instantly it was never a like off-putting design yeah. it was just <laughs> everything <laughs> everything else yeah Big, yeah sad. definitely prefer the manga if you only saw the light novel or the saw the live action yeah read the manga please <laughs> it's not even it's not even close. Yeah. The one thing that would have been easy, the uh, the rocket hammer, that that yeah. was so poorly done. I was like, oh, here we go. Big boy moment. Ito stepping up to the plate. Big swing. We're going to get a big impact. We're going to get a big crunch. We're going to get a big satisfying oof. And the tone is finally going to mm-hmm. shake up. And then it was laughable. It's like someone gave uh, someone like a baseball bat that was like three sizes too big and said, just yeah. run around with this for a little bit and don't look like a doofus, of which he failed. You know when uh, in the manga when they go to the hunter headquarter and you have like those big like cylinder uh, robots that are super sassy and yeah. ridiculous? Yeah, oh my goodness. I'm happy they didn't attempt that. <laughs> that would have been so bad. <laughs> That's something like a little, that doesn't like a translate. Sassy, like from Johnny Depp well. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Disappointing. What other live um, live actions have come out recently? Did um, anybody watch did the JoJo w- one at all? <laughs> I did not. I didn't. Did you watch uh, Detective Pikachu? Yes. Yeah, I did see that. I actually thought that was was okay. I mean, it wasn't the be- greatest thing ever, but I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of other people thought. Okay. Okay. I I kind of liked my live action Jigglypuff. That big old furry Jigglypuff. I loved him. <laughs> was that in the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the trailer. Okay. Okay. Then I've definitely seen that. 
He's yeah. like he was real thick. He was a real thick boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the lick of tongue. I like the lick of tongue also. With beady little eyes. Yeah. It is massive tongue. <laughs> it was so gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had so much drool coming out of his mouth in the in the uh, live action. So we, really we always circle back to Pokemon. So what what were your favorite Pokemon from the new game? What oh, were your, um, your your top ones, or what was the team you were running at the end? Oh, my team running at the end was of course my Hex because I do have some of the older ones in my team. I think out of the new ones in my team that I had when I finished the game, I had Boltund, which is like the electric Corgi turns into like this. Gotcha. Dog. I will say. So I did get Boltund, and I was like, he just, he's not as cute. Oh, he's not, he's I think not he's as adorable. Goofy. Like, he's not as, like, derpy. Like, my, my brother's a, my brother's a big fan of the Corgi, and, like, he definitely loses the Corgi appeal when he evolves. Yeah. So the second he evolved, I was like, uh, into the box you go. He goes for, from no legs to legs for days. Legs for days. Oh, I like Boltund. Okay, but, nice, um, nice. My favorite so far is Sinus Tea, which is the teapot. I love him. Yep. And did you end up getting the real one? Yes. Yes, I did get the real one. Authentic. Yes, mine is authentic. Right here. And you got um, that first try, or did you have to like seek it out? No, I didn't seek it out. I when I saw online because Rob shared a uh, news article with me and said, "Hey, your Pokemon might be fake." It is just it has nothing to do with the stats or anything. It's just something fun to look for, where if you flip your teapot upside down, or if you can somehow position it so you can see underneath it, there is a, a stamp of approval on some of them, which means like, or a stamp of authenticity. But gotcha. a lot of them don't have that, and they're supposed to be like counterfeit teapots. <laughs> but mine did have it, and I was like, yeah, I have a real ass teapot ghost. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Doesn't change anything. He's just He's just real now. He's just real. He's a real boy. Yeah. Are you also uh, weird like me? I'm guessing not, but you purposely catch Pokemon's like you'll wait for Pokemon of a certain gender, depending on the type of Pokemon. Mm -mm. I uh, no. I'm weird like that. There's some Pokemon I'm like, oh, in my mind, like I want this to be a female or a male. <laughs> Like it's just like in my head, I'm like, oh, the concept of this Pokemon works better with like Pikachu's gender. always a boy. Mm, not necessarily, but I will <laughs> say I have like restarted runs before if I get a starter and it's not like the gender I want. Oh no, <laughs> which is not a good way about going things. But it's just something about it. I'm like, I kind of <laughs> this is the one thing I get to change. You know, nope, can't I never have <laughs> can't. <laughs> Cool, because no, I know some um, Pokemon, it, like, literally matters. Yeah, it like, does. Like, the bee, um, Combi. Yeah. Only yeah. the females can turn into queens. But There are some know, that matter, yeah. Some Pokemon, I'll just, I'll see them in the wild, and it'll be a male. I'm like, you know what? Nah, nah, I'm going to just, nope, no, you're boys, dead. You're no, boys, no dick club. <laughs> this, this is a Mesa, Mason, like, China version. <laughs> where too I, many I, dicks <laughs> in my Pokeball. <laughs> too many dicks on the dance floor. <laughs> Exactly. You know, you gotta you gotta selectively mm. choose choose. So I don't know. I'm worried like that. Anyway, what other Pokemon were top uh, tier? Let me see. I got two of them so far. Um, I evolved my Sobble all the way up to its final form, okay. which is it's called Inteleon, I think. I can't remember. It's like a chameleon that uh, points at people and shoots water guns. <laughs> it like does it through its pointer finger. I love it. I'll, I'll um, look it up right now. I'm going to spoil myself. I can't remember what else. I See, most of the ones I've been using were not new generation. Like, I, I had nine tails. So uh, I was trying to even classic, out my... Classic fox girl doing the fox yeah, thing. Yeah, I got the new fox thing, too. But I ended Listen, up putting if you it don't have four box. legs, you're dead to Mandy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Because I was trying to balance out my team and picking the best ones for, like, to have, like, a good round team. So if I ever came up against something, yeah. I, d I always had an answer to it. But um, I will I will say I did like the feature where after you've, like, fought a Pokemon and know what type it is. Yes. It tells you, like, if a move is effective or super effective against it. Same, yeah. Because I'm so lazy. Instead of, like, remembering all my Pokemon's moves, I can just whip through the Pokemon yeah. in my party and just eyeball the moveset of each of them and just look for super effective and mm -hmm. uh it makes the game even easier yeah but 
I don't know. I, I don't have to like remember it. now. Exactly. I, I like it. <laughs> um, let me see. What else? What other new ones? I'd have to look at my party, actually. <laughs> I can't remember. Like, I was talking I've, I've about this. I've only been using the new ones. I refuse to use any old Pokemon. I might, oh, yeah. I might have to cave when I finally get a Gumi. I love Goomies. Because I never I never played like the Sun and Moon, so I never got to have a Goomy. Mm-hmm. So I might I might have to cave and like break my rule and play with Goomy there. But I think the plan is all all new Pokemon the whole time. I just love Goomy because he's so derpy. I love him. He's so cute. He is. Exactly. He turns into a big old goopy derpy dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Cool, that's the thing. Like Yamper is goofy. Yes. And then he evolves and he's proper and he knows his place and he's a member of society and he has a nine to five and <laughs> like he kind of loses that goofiness when he grows up. But Gumi, Gumi nope. is the hikikomori for life. He uh, <laughs> he's that stay at home neat for his whole his whole future. His whole evolution. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Classic. He just Gumi. becomes more sloppy as it goes on. He is. He is. He, I got uh, the new dragon uh, called Dracloak. It's like it turns into a dragon catapult. <laughs> it's like this big, like flat-headed dragon, and it has like little dragons that it shoots. Oh I love my him. God. That's pretty great. I have not seen that yet. Yeah, but he's I a dragon him. and ghost type. Um, what else? I'm looking Go- through Go- my list now. He just collects the crud from the world around him and like absorbs it into him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gosh. there are so some. Good terrifying new ones like there is this one that looks like an imp and i forgot what it's called i'm trying i was trying to find it so i could um more grim more grim that thing is terrifying looking and i hate it <laughs> i will never use that thing but is that uh, thing yeah. is that one of the ones that like chases you in the wild no that that's, that's frightening when, when like a pokemon are terrifying uh, Electrites, at least where I'm at in the game, those are the Pokemon that are like, trainer, let's bite her ankles and uh, <laughs> attack me viciously, and I'm scared. Yeah, my like are the big cats, and they're fast. Yeah. They run really fast, and you can't run away from them. You gotta jump on your bike for that one. <laughs> yeah. The best is uh, if you like go fishing, like throughout your lure in the game, uh, as soon as you do that, like time stops. It's like casting the world mm-hmm. from JoJo. Cause like I've had like Pokemon chasing me and I'll quickly go to the water and cast my thing. And they just like freeze. <laughs> like we can't interrupt her. Cause I'd once, just be rude. Yeah, exactly. So after you're done, like in any encounter, like everything becomes like neutralized. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get like, like swarmed. So yeah. that's, that's the best way to get away is find a, find a magic harp to throw fishing rods at <laughs> that's funny yeah um there's something else oh yeah did you know that sometimes if you dance by like if you spin around your character does like a, a dance and no. poses and, <laughs> no. and yeah, spin your character around and they all start spinning around and they strike a pose and there are some oh, wild goodness. Pokemon who will oh, respond God. to that. They get really excited. They'll spin too and get like happy. I was trying that last night with my sister watching, and every time I did it, a Pokemon looked at me and went, "Nope." Walked away. That lady's dancing. So not going to be on her team. <laughs> I said exactly. They're like, "Nah, we're good." <laughs> I'm just picturing like you're up on stage, you're doing your dance, and then there's like the uh, American Idol like panel of Pokemon, mm-hmm. and there's like. That's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. It kept happening, too, because I was trying to get those chub oh chews, like those little bears with the big snot coming out of its nose. I was trying to get those to dance with me, and they're like, no. <laughs> I'm trying this literally right now. I have my switch right here. Do I'm it. So do tempted. it. Do it live. Live on Hobby Addicts. Here you go, Live folks. on Hobby Addicts where no one can see. Mason uh, dances. Mason dances in the flesh. I mean, I'm so inspired after that anime I watched. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Welcome to the ballroom. I'm just yeah, so tempted Yeah, which we will now. be reviewing today. My goodness, I got so much to say. <laughs> I, I have a lot of notes as well. Okay, uh, first attempt at dancing went terribly because I was at the beginning of a cave. So I started whipping my character around and it, she just walked out. Oh, that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to help. Oh, my goodness. That was the most JoJo thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> People, 
Pokemon Sword and Shield, it doesn't let you wear outfits, but it's a 10 out of 10 game. Like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It lets you wear outfits. (laughs) Game Freak has changed the way I see Pokemon, and uh, it's the best thing ever. Speaking of JoJo poses, have you seen my trainer card? I I, I took away the JoJo pose. Mine's different now, but it's very offensive. Is it the one with where you are just eye to eye with... Yep, yep, I am yep. thinking very hard about Leon's cry. <laughs> He's right in my face. You are I'm just like, like striking yeah. a thinking pose while staring. <laughs> and I sent that to a bunch of Japanese kids, so good luck. Nice, nice. You know, they are trying to keep you away from the kids, but yeah, can't be done, can't be stopped. Can't, y'all got my trainer card now. Can't contain the Mandy. Make, a friend, make friends with me on Pokemon so you can get my trainer card I have too. not, yeah, updated my trainer card because I'm not online because I'm a antisocial boy, but that's okay. Yeah, so We're we had a good, good hobby addicts. I think we, we talked about a lot with Pokemon and museums. It was a, it was a rambling and, adventure. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's, and everyone will be back next week with, we'll, be doing our um, 500th episode. I think for hobby addicts, wow. next week will be 186. So we're coming up on 200. Yeah, somewhat soon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for coming, and uh, let's get into the normal podcast. And we'll see you all next week. Game time. See you, everyone. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.